This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan and news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte when the public pays the public is served and when advertisers pay advertisers are served welcome to news laundry hafta I'm Abhinandan Sekri before I introduce the panel to you today I'd like to apologize to the subscribers of news laundry that they had problems downloading last week's hafta via the app while you could listen to it through the browser on the iOS app on certain versions of the depending on which iOS version you were on it wasn't downloading we fixed it we're working on a completely new podcast player the problem is that because we have a paywall all the podcast player that already exist that we can just bung on to our website do not have a paywall capability so we cannot put stuff some stuff behind the paywall and some in front and as you know some of our podcasts are behind the paywall and some are not so i'd like to apologize to you thank you for your support you mean everything to us we are creating a player that is going to be completely smooth and work like makhan as anil kapoor would say jhakas with that thought let me introduce the panel to you we have our consulting editor and in-house scientist anand ranganathan hello we have manisha pande here hello That's the only introduction you're going to get now. AWJ. Yes. And we have Anand Vardhan. Every hafta you do this. And we have Madhu Trehan. Hi. Joining us soon is going to be Sushant Sareen. He is a strategic affair analyst, is a regular panelist on many debates that you see. He is a senior fellow at Vivekananda International Foundation. It's a Delhi-based think tank. I'll tell you more about him as we move forward. He's also a regular columnist for News Laundry. Also to my Punjabi brother, brrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
and I was just wondering what I would do. But since I've never been an editor in chief, I thought I'd ask all you people who are more editorially inclined what you would do. Madhu, mm. see this photograph. For those of you who can't see it, I'm showing to her the the cover of the French newspaper. Uh, I don't know, Liberation, Liberation, Liberation. Huh. Where they had the photograph of the Syrian gas children. I don't know if all of you have seen this photograph. It's a really disturbing photograph. It's been reprinted by lots of people, Time magazine. My God. But they were the so first ones to print it. It's all. It almost looks like a painting. Yes. Because the children are children pale and white. And they look like they're the floating. Headline. And they are all dead. Yeah. And one of them is in this stuck in this pose. And they got a lot of criticism for publishing this photograph. Mm. And this is a French magazine saying that if they were French kids, would you show it? Because, you know, Americans don't show their own bodies. We haven't seen a single 9-11 body other than the diving man, which also was then not used. So I'll just tell you what their photo editor said. He said, why we showed it? Ordinarily, we wouldn't show any picture that is so disturbing. And it is very disturbing. It's really sad. Even someone as insensitive as me gets a bit disgusted by this. I mean, just the inhumanity of it. So um, he says that Asad claims he's not doing all this. The photograph shows that he's lying. We wouldn't show a terrorist bombing because we're not saying that kids are dying. The statement the French government gives whenever a bombing takes place is that yes, 20 people died. We are not denying they died. So we don't want to show their photographs. Here, the logic behind using the photograph is Asad is claiming that I have not gassed my own kids. And the photograph is disproving his lie. That is the logic they give. Madhu, let me start with you and then we'll go that way. Anand, Vardhan, Manish, Anand. Does that logic hold? Would you use that photograph? And what does it say to you? And generally, Syria, any other comments? You know, as far as my memory goes back, this argument, uh, I was first exposed to it in my journalistic career. Uh, when Newsweek carried the little five or six-year-old girl running in the Milai massacre, where her clothes had melted off her. The only thing was left was the elastic on her waist around her. And she was, her skin was burning and she was screaming in, in pain and horror. And of course, this argument came up that would you show this if this was an American child? And should we show such kind of thing? So again, with the baby on the beach, the same argument came up that would we show this if it was a white child? There is a differentiation, I think, in the Western media, in the rather comfortable ability to show other cultures pain, and in their own, they are a little more cautious. As you mentioned in 9-11, there were horrific photographs that never, because we saw them in documentaries, mm. but those stills they never made were it never to made magazines. it to newspapers or magazines, or even the internet, actually. Most of them were, were kind of, there was a quietus on it. Um, so when your own pain is so great, then your journalistic reasons for showing somebody else's pain seems to st step up more. But so I think that I do agree that there is a difference. A double standard. In, there. there is a double standard. However, I do feel as a journalist that these things must be shown because they bring the pain. Because we're not there for pretty pictures. We're not there to show good things. We're there to show this is how bad it is. Um, you take part in a lot of debates, and I know you're an expert. You've got a library full of every book ever written on this area, and you've written a couple yourself. When I see these debates, and, you know, especially, and you've been on many of Arnab's shows, I know it's not okay to say it, and it may not, but, you know, they 
construct debates based on this guy is not a spy because the Indian government has rejected it. He has rejected it. A, even if he were, and in all likelihood, he probably would be. He's not going to say, Haan, main Matlab, when a news debate is constructed and generals are taking part in it, it is built on a mythology and so many people are consuming it. A, do you think that's problematic? And B, what is the way to deal with it? Because when you sign up to be a spy, you sign up for this eventuality. Is there any resolution even possible? Uh, see, uh, that's television, right? So if you're wanting something else out of it, I don't think you're going to get it, right? Huh. So let's leave that aside. Uh, as far as this particular guy is concerned, uh, I'm not going to be brave enough to say that, yes, he was a spy. Yeah, okay. Now I'm uh, there could be a number of theories of what he was, what he was trying to do, why he had the passport, if at all, that is a genuine Indian passport, uh, what he was doing out there. Was he uh, trapped in the same way as now the Pakistani media is saying that a Pakistani ISI officer has been trapped? And there are, there are amazing parallels between the two cases, right? So the point is, I don't know what his background is. Nobody's talking about it. Uh, nobody seems to know about anything about the guy. Uh, it's entirely possible, remember one thing, that that is an area which is notorious uh, for human smuggling. That area being? Uh, the Chabahar area, okay. the Balochistan, that belt, hmm. is notorious for human smuggling. Uh, this guy had a Tao. Uh, was he involved in some of that activity? Did he, if at all, his passport was a genuine passport with a Muslim name? Could it be that he got that passport made because... As a Muslim or pretending to be a Muslim, living in Iran and doing business out there would probably ease things up for him. Uh, I don't know. From the Pakistani side, if you look at just the confession which has been aired, it is so problematic because there are so many loopholes in that confession that it's laughable, right? Hmm. There's just too many inconsistencies in that. Even from the Pakistani narrative, we even don't know where he was arrested from. Yeah, they aren't there are two any... or three stories. Uh, and and assuming, uh, because one story is that he was arrested from somewhere near Quetta, uh, which means that if he crossed over from anywhere on the border with Iran, he had to travel almost 700 to 900 miles, um, kilometers to on that road, which is crawling with security personnel, right? Uh, how is that even possible? Now, Ram Vilas Paswan. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because, you know, I haven't seen his bite. I've just got this from what I've read. And since I read English media, as Joy pointed out, I may have got it wrong. But I will check with Sudhir Chaudhary, though. Modi government to fix portions of food served in hotels. Ram Vilas Paswan said, if a person can eat only two prawns, why should he or she be served six? If a person eats only two idlis, why serve four? Now, as a very small eater, I must say, I have always questioned... Why can I not get half a plate? Because I never finish what comes. And people judge me, you waste karta hai, tu waste karta hai. I said, you khao ke mar. I'm happy, patla, dandi ki tarah. He has not said you must only serve two. That's what I thought by the initial report. Yeah, this was and I remember, reporting uh, on Patrick Michelle Obama, when she had said high school canteens and college canteens should not serve junk food. They should serve healthy food. She was, I mean, the loony, you know, uh, conservative right of US came after her, she's going after our freedoms. She's saying, I'm just saying eat healthier. You know, that's all. 
So are we are we Oh, sorry, you think are the liberals overreacting the way totally the conservatives? Totally overreacting. No, that's not what's said. First, I'm right, right? They have not said. No, we'll so tell you what uh, Ramla Swasan has, what the suggestion is from my reading is that when you go to a restaurant, you will be told the quantity of what you order. So two pieces of idli or whatever, four pieces of vada. So you can make up your mind of how much you want to order, which is really helpful. Because I always ask the waiter, like, how many people do this? We all do, yeah. All middle class people do this. So, this story points out... How many chicken tikka will come out? Exactly. And I hate wasting... Actually, this story points out the misreporting that was done initially. This was misreported by Hindustan Times. Which is misreported, like, you know, now they stopped us from drinking. Now they're stopping us from eating. And immediately the whole date was like, oh... Yeah, that's what I thought initially. And then the debates and all, it's become so boring. I think restaurants... This is an amazing example of how some... A little tiny bit of misreporting... can actually take the national discourse for a day and a half i know it's ridiculous you see mm. and it's pathetic because it's anti government or whatever it's very disappointing i mean very it's clearly it's a storm in a uh, not even a teacup and it was in hilarious katori katori mein aur paswan ji jis tarah se maine wo dekha hai unka bite dekha hai mm. it's actually quite funny he's saying yaar ek soup manga tha jug ka soup le aaye hain aisa nahi hona chahiye so he's not saying to fix the portions for heaven's sake what he's saying is you please specify the quantity uh you know that you're going to serve but so before we close i just wanted about this election commission hacking evm the whole thing they've put out the we've discussed this before quickly i wanted everyone's views because um while what I, happened to the romeo squad oh yeah sorry we had to do the romeo okay let's do romeo squads first so anti romeo okay, anti romeo squads i read a piece on i think it's in today's in express or times of india that the, calling it anti romeo squad it shows how warped a mindset is that we have turned this romantic hero into something to be reviled Qu- quite an interesting take and it demonstrates our indian mindset towards sex and love and all that um we have discussed anti romeo squads with anand so everyone else views are clear i'd like to know yours manisha's and uh, and the other anands do you think this is basically incentivizing other states like where you live gurgaon khattar with this durga squads and it'll just snowball out of control no i see again i think people are mixing up issues out here uh the idea really is to prevent harassment the idea is that and let's admit it it is a problem and in many small towns especially in places like up uh, even in haryana it has been a major problem now whether this kind of an anti romeo squad or durga vahini or whatever you want to call it is the answer to this i don't know but so that is one thing there is a need for but it's definitely creating vigilantism which are against yes again so the squad is supposed to be cops right right the problem with the cops is that they many of them uh, come with a such an antediluvian mindset that if they see a boy and girl sitting together hmm. they think it is part of their mandate to harass them hmm. also because you know there is some easy since this is hafta hmm. uh, there's some easy hafta to be made from these guys <laughs> ha there is an element of extortion right so they probably need to rethink this thing but if there is a serious effort to ensure that there is this kind of harassment of women and girls and working women is stopped i'm all for it well vardhan wrote a very interesting piece on how the he scrutinized the hindi media and how that was very supportive of this move while the englishman was extremely yeah, uh, so it's, it's see, on here is the thing it's a very popular move the problem in india is that you bring in a very popular you do a very popular thing but you don't know how to actually implement it on the ground 
All of you listening in, uh, the Chota Hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers are served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.